What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is March 30th, 2022. This is just two days before I win the main event of Joey Janela's spring break. We're going to tell you about that a little bit later on. We're here to review AEW Dynamite. This is Fightful Wrestling. Mm. Leave your thumbs up. Donate your Super Chats. Donate your Humper Chats. If you wonder, what the hoot is a Humper Chat? Well, you know what? If you don't watch this show live, or if you do, head over to HumperChats.com. You can leave your question or statement, on the, and it'll get read on the air. Uh, and you know what? That's a good time for everybody. So just go ahead and do that, all right? Also, like I said, leave a thumbs up. It would mean a whole lot. We've got Alex Palowski here with us. Uh, he will be filling in for me Friday as I am heading to Dallas, but I will be back Saturday, and I'm doing two post shows, WrestleMania Night 1, Night 2, but so is Alex over on uh, FightfulSelect.com, breaking records there every day. Thank you guys for the support. Alex, how you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm doing pretty well. Uh, very nice episode of Dynamite tonight. Uh, looking forward like I'm part of me is looking forward to this weekend with uh five uh like no four podcasts in three days uh yeah. that I'm doing. Um uh and part of me is dreading it like 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 hell on earth. But you know, both uh, six and one half dozen of the other. After some of the things that I have committed to over the past week, I'm regretting my decision to go to Dallas. But you know what? I, I guess I gotta win a main event. I gotta win a main event. A Joey Janela spring break. Yeah. Um, I got asked to do this a few days ago. Mm-hmm. I told Alex off the air I had actually been planning to start wrestling again. I haven't regularly since Fightful started. And I didn't expect when I made this decision three days later to get called in to do. I don't know if uh, if I'm allowed to curse. Okay, we're two minutes in. The clusterfuck. <laughs> but now I'm going to win. I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited to win this thing, Alex. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm just so excited, and it makes me happy mm-hmm. that Denise, who actually works there, isn't even booked for the show. But I mean, like, listen, work comes first. I'm doing ROH. I'm doing a scrum. I will actually be at the ROH scrum when the show starts. I'm going to be like Deion Sanders, Alex. Yes. They got to fly me there across town. <laughs> it's going to be wild. Guys, thank you all so much. For all the support on uh, Fightful Select this month, we broke records again. Please subscribe. We've got some super chats, some humper chats. ShotKid29 says, was that an all-timer? I thought it was very good. I wouldn't call it an all-timer episode of Dynamite, but I thought it was very good. It was very good. It, it advanced a lot of storylines, uh, gave us some stuff to look forward to, a lot of stuff to look forward to. The in-ring was great. I mean, I... Dynamite has set the bar so high. If you're going to be an all-timer, you got to be like a 9.8 out of 10. And this was in the high eights for me, maybe even crossing over nine. But that's just because Dynamite is routinely this good. Nathan says, SRS, best backslide in the business. I have won a couple of matches with a backslide. The one that's online uh, that I gassed out in in a couple minutes, I won with a backslide. Eloquent says, a1 app, the only miss was O'Reilly's flub. Uh yeah, I thought that uh, yeah, that was that was rough. That was very rough. I thought he I thought he saved it well, but like I just drank too much backstage. I'm gonna yeah. sit down. <laughs> yes. Who hasn't been there at some point in their life? Yes. Brent says, Beware the invisible man, Sean. Yeah, I'd eliminate him too, and there's no way that you could prove that I didn't. So That's true. There you go. 
Zach Schimmel, our good friend, says, AEW always hemps. Yuda is super over now. Tony looked great. And I got Kyle guitaring on a belt. Always love for Fightful. I'll never stop supporting this company or AEW. Watching my first ROH show Friday. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I will be there. Um, I'm planning on doing the post-show scrum as well. Time permitting. All that good stuff. But Zach, it's always great to see you. David Jackson says, Fun Dynamite tonight. This weekend's going to be crazy. Live in Durham, North Carolina. Bartending during Duke UNC Saturday. Wish me luck. Whew, that's some stiff competition for WrestleMania night one. Duke and yeah. UNC in the final four. Uh, that's some stiff competition for, for our friend David, too. So uh, good luck with that, my man. You're going to have a, a tough night that night. Dallas fan 1982 says, what events will you be attending in Dallas? So my plans were MLW and do some media. However, I land at four. Their scrum starts at four, three hours before their show. Mm. I won't be able to make that. So I'm hoping to swing by, see some of the show. I'm going to Wally Mania that night. I've got WWE Media Friday morning. I've got ROH that evening. And then I am wrestling in the main event after that at Joey mm -hmm. Janela's Spring Break 2. Um, or jo Spring Break Night 2. And then I fly back the next morning. And Alan asked the tough questions. Will we see the Blue Chew champion, rock hard, Eric Shins? Um, I think you no. I think you should do a Three Faces of Foley. Where you come so gotta come out as all your personas. Somebody had asked me today, because I had mentioned that I've wrestled a few times since Fightful had happened, but I've done it incognito because I didn't I, I just didn't want the publicity, quite frankly. I was doing it because I liked it. There are a few matches that are online. There is one comedy match, there are two pretty serious matches out there, but nobody will literally ever find them. And one has like 50,000 views and nobody knows it's me, which I take, I, I'm just tickled, tickled about. Uh, Shot Kid 29 says, hoping for Marina Shafir is all elite soon. So let's get into that. Jade Cargill backstage. Smart Mark Sterling had offered up the librarian as the 30th opponent. Now, listen, I, this isn't me reporting anything. I don't even know if Leva has a wrestling contract there anymore. <laughs> like she does so much other stuff. Yeah. But uh, she didn't wrestle for like almost a year wow. from last March when she did a, a tag match at elevation. She didn't wrestle again until January. She did another tag match that she lost. Then she lost to uh, Diamante earlier this month. Other than that, she hasn't been doing a, a lot of in ring wrestling. Uh, but she does like she was she is a the point person for a lot of stuff backstage and jade cargill was not having it alex uh no i, I that's a, this is a i like this about jade cargill that she actually wants competition i think that's a cool thing for, for her as as you know your your mega monster like nominally heel champion but she's just so charismatic you can't really boo her um so i love that she's like no 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 we're not doing that what you want my 30th in a row victory to be a joke? No, who's yeah. who's the other one? It's like uh Marina Shafir. Uh, and she's like, Who's that? I don't care, I'm gonna beat her too. But we know who that is because they were very smart and showed us a maybe what 12 second video package of her murdering ladies on dark. And I'm like, okay, now that is something really, really interesting yeah. to me. Like they don't have anybody like that in, in AEW, like a woman who fits that mold, I'm really excited to see this match between her and Jade Cargill. 
I like that Marina is sticking with it too. Uh, I mean, Jessamyn Duke has been a friend of mine for a long time. We we trained together a couple times before she she went to into pro wrestling, like when she was an MMA prospect. And I always thought she'd be perfect for pro wrestling. And Jessamyn got there, but it wasn't her love. She hasn't done it since. And I wish, I wish that she would still do it. I'm glad Marina's still doing it. Yeah, because uh, that's a skill set that she has that few other women in wrestling have. Um, but I think that Jade uh, applied this right. She's like, yeah, we'll, we'll face her. We'll, we'll do that. That's okay. Um, but uh, we got Chris Rain saying, I love that we're getting hype videos for incoming women. More of this, please. Yes, that set it off big time. Yeah. Eloquent says, Marina Shafir has been awesome on Dark in this character. She and Jade should be a lot of fun. She should be. And that's why you protect somebody. Uh, they should, they, that way they, if, if you don't have big plans for them in the future, mm. you, you have somebody that goes over them. Yep. CM Punk, Max Caster. Of course, Max Caster hit the Will Smith line, Alex. He did. What'd you think? He hit, not only did he hit the, the Will Smith line, he hit him with the Z-Pack line yes. and he called Punk the Boy. voice of the moistless, yes. which popped me so hard that I missed the Z-Pack line and <laughs> had to go back and listen to it a second time. Oh, this was an all-timer. You talk about all-timers? This was an all-time Max Caster. He had this stuff in the chamber for when he was going to wrestle CM Punk. He knew all. He knew what he was going to do. That's what I love about it. Yeah, he'd been planning this one out for, for a while, it feels like. Uh, <laughs> Chris Rain said, love the promo from Punk. He's ready for Cole or Paige. So... Uh, I, actually, I'll save that for afterwards, and we'll, re, we'll address that. Suplexer says, for the first time in the history of wrestling, the announcer said, wrestler is going to win the match here, and the wrestler actually won the match here. <laughs> yes, uh, CM Punk beat that. I mean, the match was fine. It was okay, but it was all about what sandwiched it, even though the match was fine. Yeah. Britt Lockman says, Caster's Notes app must be wild <laughs> to read. So I like that CM Punk pop for some of this stuff because mm -hmm. you just, uh, except in some rare instances, it's almost like if you get parodied by South Park, you can't like bitch about it no, because yeah. it's, it's uncool to bitch about it. Yeah. If you're getting parodied in a Max Caster rap and it's, it's at least somewhat tasteful, just go with it. Let yeah. it roll. You're going to be fine. It's a part of building it up. And uh, I thought that they had a pretty solid match here. There were a couple spots that I was like, eh, did, did we need Caster to jump all the way across the ring and drape his leg across Punk's back? Probably not. But uh, I, I liked the match, and I loved the two promos, Alex. Punk cuts a promo afterwards. He's like, why are you asking me what this means? We know what this means. I'm coming for the belt. I'm coming for Hangman. I've got some gray in my beard. I'm going to have more. I've got some scars in my face. I'm going to have more. I've had gold in the past, and I'm going to have more. It was simple. It yep. kicked ass. This was a very effective 15 minutes. Yeah. I, I thought the match was a lot of fun. Caster continues to impress me more and more. Uh, I guess Tony Khan said that uh, Bowens is dealing with a little bit of an injury right now. I'm um, glad that's not yeah. keeping him off TV because because he being at least near Max Caster really helps them uh, as an act. Um, uh, I, I like the the finish. Not didn't do the GTS. Did the did the pile driver into the Anaconda Vice? 
Yeah. I uh, thought that was good. And I, I the promo was great too. Very effective. Like the idea of like, now you, you made a, a gesture vaguely referencing a belt of some sort around your yes. waist. Now, why would you do a thing like that? What did you mean by that? And Punk's like, you're, you're not a stupid man. You know yes. exactly what I mean by that. And I like that they did that. Um, and I, I feel like that's, they're, they're obviously Hangman's still dealing with Adam Cole. I, I, I feel like he'll probably be dealing with Adam Cole until a battle of the belts. And then we're going to yes. see a, a program between him and CM Punk. The way I would do it is to have CM Punk be like, I'm coming for your belt, but I think you're a, a real top champion. You're a, you're a guy that, you know, like whatever I see, you know, like guys that I, that I, that I grew up loving in you as well, that kind of a thing. Because Hangman's done a great job, but I feel like you should go into the match with a little bit of animosity, but mostly a may the best man win. I, I know I'm a guy from before your generation, but I think I still got it kind of a thing. And in the match, Punk blatantly cheats to become champion. And then we can get yep. that summer of heel Punk, another summer of Punk from double or nothing all the way to, to all out where he's just ruthless and great and the heel Punk we know and love. Uh, Chris Rain says, love that promo from Punk that he is ready for Cole or Paige. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he is. Uh, three pile drivers tonight, all different variations, all mm -hmm. led to the finish. Yeah. And that's what I like. Yeah. That's what I'm about. I, I want to see it finish matches. Uh, Josh Weavers has already found one video of Sean wrestling from six years ago. That ain't a secret, homeboy. <laughs> uh, that one's been out there. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, none of the ones of me wrestling incognito are have been found by anybody ever. Uh, Brent Lockman says, I love JR. I adore Shivani, but I need uh, X Excalibur. And Regal, yeah. Excalibur on, and Regal on commentary team, at least for a whole show. Yeah, I think that would be good. Uh, I think that would be kind of good. Yeah. We've got a pinnacle interview backstage with MJF. Yeah. I am fascinated by this dynamic. I love it. Love it. FTR, because we last week we were talking like, is the pinnacle still a thing? Yeah, they're still a thing. And FTR is like, hey, you're our friend and Wardlow's our friend and we don't want anything to do with this. And MJF is such a snake. He's such a little snake. He's like, oh, no, no, of course. I would never. I would never do anything like that. I just love the dynamic, Alex. I, I, I love, always said, first of all, first of all, you guys are my friends. You're my goddamn family. Okay. Also, I didn't want to bring this up, but you should have seen the things that Wardlow said behind yeah. your back. He was always talking shit about you. Like, just what a what a weasel. Like, he's just perfect for it. But I love also that for the most part, FTR is not buying it. They're like, listen, I don't want I don't even want I don't yeah. want to hear about it. Okay. So like don't because we're not going, oh, really? He said that. Why why would he say such things? Like they're actually being smart. And and the whole thing is like, you guys handle whatever you want to handle. But we are doing our own thing now, trying to get back the honor of FTR. I think that's a really cool thing they can do both. Um, and I like the MJF still knows he needs FTR around. He's not gonna be like, you know what? If you're not a hundred percent on board with MJF, you can hit the bricks. Like he knows yeah. he needs FTR around because FTR is still one of the best in the game. I like that there's all these shades of gray in this storyline. I feel like it's maybe got a two week shelf life before we see FTR like say, you know what, f you, get out of get out of our lives. But I like what they're, they're this little high wire act they're walking right now. And I like the match too. I, oh, yeah. I, I I love the match. the The ass boys, Billy's kids. I, I love that MJF. The little thing that he did 
where he denigrated them, but he used the term that FTR coined last week yeah. too. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed that. Billy Gunn is large, very large. He's a large man. Um, and during this match, Wardlow emerges and obliterates a couple of people, a couple of security guard dorks, one of which got spiked almost on his head. It was how he took the bump, though. The other one got power bombed. And let me tell you, there were lots of things going through my mind as they were setting up that power bomb, Alex, because I like when tables were men <laughs> and I'm talking about the old days. I'm talking about Ahmed Johnson standing <laughs> on a set of stairs and just heaving someone in the general direction of a table and everybody just hoping it ends up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm talking about Brett and diesel with the CRT monitors on each side. That mm-hmm. way, when you land in the middle, these two heavy ass <laughs> monitors just fly in the air and land on people. Well, yeah. I saw a table and it had lots of popcorn mm-hmm. set up on it. And I said, oh, goody. <laughs> I said, oh, goody. And I thought that's what was going to happen. I thought the popcorn was going to fly everywhere. And I think they thought that, too. I think well, they did. But what happened was the table didn't budge. And I no. loved it even more. <laughs> that, guy's, that guy's chiropractor also likes it. Yes. Because he's going to be in business forever. Because that man's spine needs a realignment. Like that table, you're talking about when tables were men like that. I feel like Pat McAfee's like at the table version of Pat McAfee. That is the alpha male of our species. Yeah. Because my goodness, that table did not budge an inch. And that dude, I don't think he was selling it. I think he might have had some discs that need some uh. work. But I love Wardlow coming through the concourse, like swatting dudes out of the way, going down the steps. And what I love also is a little touch of they didn't have the normal security guy there making sure nobody gets in Wardlow's way, none of the fans. Because if they had that guy there, he would have had to get in Wardlow's way. But they did. They thought of that. I love that he walks down and then he gets to the bottom and there's like a sea of dudes who won't let him get next to MJF. By the way, I also love all the posters, literally all over the barricades around the ring, all over backstage that have, if you see this man, he is banned from all things AEW all over the place. I think this is all great. I honestly, I was worried because like you can't, you shouldn't keep Wardlow off TV. For realsies, you can't keep him off, you know, like at home. You got to ride the amazing baby face sensation that is Wardlow. But I do like the idea of keeping him apart from MJF because the, the, the next time he gets his... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Canon MJF. He should shoot murder him. It would, it's going to be amazing. Brent Lockman says, we've all had a friend like MJF <laughs> had, he says. Gene mm-hmm. uh, Beard says, the way MJF tried to play FTR, it was Heenan-esque. Also, afterwards, like he was trying to celebrate with him. And they're like, no, no, no. This is about us. This is about us. This is our time. This is our moment. 
Meanwhile, MJF is just trying to get that protection, Alex. Yeah. That's it. He is. He just wants to be safe. He does. He, he wants FTR there to, to block malware and online trackers and all that stuff. But that's not what they're there for. But that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful's there for. And fortunately for MJF, when he loses the few friends that he has, he's still going to have a friend in NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And I've got him covered here. An additional month free. Uh, and that's in addition to like 70, 73% off in the U.S. right now. With that threat protection, he needs threat protection. If there's anything he needs, it's threat protection. I bet that table had threat protection. That's why it didn't break. It changed its virtual location to Japan, and all of a sudden, that table didn't break whatsoever. It's able to avoid geo restrictions. It's able to avoid price discrimination. Not only that, it works on all of your devices. And how about this? You get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, you get your money back. Baseball season's starting. I know you all hate those blackouts locally. I know it annoys you guys. NordVPN.com slash Fightful takes care of that. Not only that, it allows you to, I don't know, maybe virtually visit another area where you can watch other games. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, and, and here's a comment I like from Mark Losper. The image of FTR punching malware rules. Well, buddy, I know a few wrestling sites they couldn't go on if that were the case. I'm not Robert D. Felice. Let me get the where where is it? Where's where's mine? It should be the main one. There we go. There it is. There it is. Stuplexer says, I'm interested to see where FTR's face turn goes, but I'm disappointed they're breaking up the pinnacle so soon. Felt they were a really strong unit, but they didn't do anything of consequence as a group. I thought they were set up to be AEW's four horsemen. I, I would agree they didn't do nearly as much uh, as a group as they should have. But I don't think it's soon necessarily. We just passed a year of them as a well, stable. I think it feels like it's been too quickly because they didn't do the they things yes, they were supposed right. to do. You're like if if, right. if they like we talked about all the time that the inner circle should have had been forced to break up because they didn't do anything with the inner circle yeah. really once they were still together. There was just there were just guys who backed up Jericho. L- looking back, the storyline that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Should have happened a year ago with exactly. Inner Circle. They, yeah. they, everybody could have been fine. You could have done. Th- there wasn't much that that they right. couldn't have done different. But on that stipulation, where if Inner Circle loses, I guess it was the Stadium Stampede, right? If they lost, uh, then then they would have to break up. Like you should have just had it there, and then the Pinnacle could have ridden that momentum all the way through the summer. You could have had you know, had a couple of guys holding titles at the same time. You could have done a really fun thing. With, with the pinnacle and they might still be going strong. So a year in, we wouldn't, maybe they could have like done th- like what the four horsemen did where they would like replace a guy, but it'd still be the four horsemen. You still know that's what it was. I, I mean, I think that there, there was legs to it. There isn't any more because they haven't really done enough stuff as a, as a unit since then. Chris Kessler says, these are my favorite kind of AEW shows. The matches develop stories naturally and feel open-ended. Loving FTR's face turn is a natural follow-up with Wardlow. At some point, wrestler's wrestler becomes a baby face. Like, that's just the nature of it, especially on a pro wrestling show. Oh, and FTR FTR working baby face in this match because they absolutely were. Like, that's a sensation. Like, we never really got to see... 
like like as you said the revival as wrestlers wrestlers like being yeah. cheered by people and i i feel like this is something that i'm really interested to see dax and cash getting those ovations Daniel R says, I do not get the ranking system. I get that you don't want it to be too convoluted, but it should be who you beat, not just how many wins you have. I don't know how exactly to do it, but like Gun Club is one. When's the last time they've won on TV? Well, Daniel, I mean, they they write the show and they decide right. what the ranking system means. So ultimately it is it is their qualifications, but right. I, I agree with you. But also I like that you can rack up some wins on Dark and then right. all of a sudden you've got a Dante Martin that's challenging for the world title on Dynamite because that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to get like a shoot strength of schedule yeah. into the into the rankings thing without like like finding ways of like guys who are really good taking losses which then prevents them from getting up the rankings as well. Sure. Mark Losper says good to know that the Japanese table import business is thriving. I wonder how it would take being stabbed by a sword named Angela though. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> when tables were men said, "Um, who said we weren't men?" <laughs> Buddy, I'm sorry. Nothing beats a good 1995 to 1997 table spot in yeah. WWF. Yeah. I love it. The monitors just flying all over the place. Yeah, some good stuff. Mm. It's one of one of the best. Holy or Stuplexer says, "Holy f! Has it really been a year for the Pinnacle? Thought it was just a few months since they haven't done anything except beat up Darby Allen. It's been a full year, my friend. Full year. Yep." Ambeard says, are we going to get a stare down between Buff the Stuff and Sean the Dong? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I, I'm probably not going to stare anybody down. I'm just going to clothesline him over the top rope or whatever. I'm doing this with, with a wrecked neck, too. Like, yeah. I ain't 100%. I'm still going to win this thing. Shotkid29 says, GCW isn't ready for that baby face fire. <laughs> That's right. Zero Fear says, where the hell is Miro? How about this? Where the hell is Miro? FightfulSelect.com on Thursday. Is Yeah, it's Wednesday. Thursday, I'll have an update for you. I'm All working right. to finalize some information tonight. What he's doing at this time. Eloquent says, Bucks versus FTR2 will slap. Yes, it will. Yeah. Um, I would put the AEW titles back on the Bucks and then do like a super like title thing and then just put all the gold on FTR at one point and say, listen, you can't be mad anymore. Like, come <laughs> on. Oh, lethal versus Moxley. So, um, the, lethal got like a very mild tepid reaction coming out of here, but the, the magic of, of in ring wrestling and John Moxley in general. Yep. Boy, they had it. They went at it, and by the end of this, John Moxley shakes his hand. Um, this was some outstanding in-ring wrestling. Uh, it, it was. Uh, I, I I appreciate the storyline of of Jay Lethal offering the handshake to begin with. Yes, Moxley being like, "No, we're not doing that," and and then Moxley being like, "Okay, you impressed me. Here's your handshake." Yes. But they're still doing this thing with Jay Lethal, like being upset he can't get the job done. So I I yeah. feel like. We're probably going to get a heel a heel turn incoming for him, where he starts taking shortcuts or whatever to try and get uh, victories. Uh, but this was very good. I love Mox selling the hamstring after being crotched on the top rope. There was a while there I was like, "Oh, please tell me he didn't pull a hamstring for real," and we got to yeah. slow down this amazing story he's got going with Danielson. And I also love that Moxley gets a singles match and Danielson gets a singles match 
on the same show. And we don't have to have like, oh, his best friend is at ringside because you can't do anything without the other guy there. I like that there's that they're each going to do their own thing. And then next week, maybe they'll be back tagging together. I think this is all really good. I, I thought that was all that all worked really well. Um, uh, I think I'm, I think they need to lean in the fact that Jay Lethal has lost to Moxley, Cole, and Starks. Like he's yeah. lost to championship level talent. That's in AEW, but he's beating all the lower guys. But I think it's very easy to say, you know, you were hanging out in ROH for several years. Maybe you don't have what it. Maybe maybe it was the, the competition wasn't that elite there. I love the idea of him being um, self aware enough. To be like, well, I've been doing this for a long time. And I also, these are guys that I didn't have to wrestle when I was in ROH forever. Like, but like the measuring stick should be guys like Starks and Adam Cole and John Moxley. The measuring stick for Jay Lethal shouldn't be dudes he beats on dark. He should want to, to prove himself, prove to himself and everybody else that he can beat the, the top guys. I agree. I thought this was a really good in-ring match. And now we unfortunately have to talk about something that I must admit that I got wrong and somebody who is taking great pride in it. Chris Jericho got GFY over. Not the way that he wanted to. That's true. But I said that I didn't think it was going to work. I admit tonight, GFY absolutely works for what Chris Jericho is doing because it's so lame and obnoxious that it works. And of course, within minutes of dynamite ending, Chris Jericho was very happy to celebrate <laughs> that I was wrong <laughs> and GFY me. Um, I liked this segment an awful lot. So Jericho busts out the GFY. It's a payoff of last week. It happened exactly like we said it would, mm -hmm. where they look through the curtain to see if Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz are there. You got to have Matt Menard do it. Daddy Magic going to take a peek. Yeah. Daddy Magic going to take so a peek. Good. Daddy Magic going to take a peek. He's so good. He's so good. He's and, the highlight and, of this whole thing for me. I love that guy. And I love that Hager was the one that got cracked with the slapjack because – He's the one that you want to equalize sure. right out of the gate. Right. He's the big son of a bitch. He yeah. has never looked better physically yeah. than he does now. So you eliminate him quickly. Eventually, he makes his way back. But this is how these three guys would be. They do not care that there are four or five of you. They're coming after you because of where they from, where they're from, what they stand for, how mm -hmm. mad they are, and eventually their pride caught up with them i thought this was masterfully built and it played towards everything the the obnoxiousness of of the jericho appreciation society the again the pride of those three and then the numbers game playing in i thought this was really really well done yeah um uh, i i agree this this uh this whole thing was was 100 for me until the numbers game came into play. Uh, like I, I loved like them be beating those guys down into the ring and, and, and hitting them with big moves. The, the back, the taped fist back fist was great. Um, uh, I love, I love daddy magic. I think that Matt Men Menard is doing a fantastic job with that character. Uh, Garcia leaning so far into absurdism that he wears dockers and an, and an A shirt and a, and a powder blue Kangol hat. Like he's he's got he's he's completely absurd at this point. Um, 
all this is actually, it really is working. In spite of me, it's working. However, here's one thing that doesn't work for me. And AW does this a lot. They you do you do a big beatdown, you do a big, a big brawl, and then the heels gain control, and the beatdown lasts for like three and a half minutes. Like yeah. we get it, they won. You don't have to keep showing it. Like it literally, because I was running behind, I was trying to catch up, and I realized that that like I was like, I'm just gonna see if I fast forward this, and it was like two and a half minutes for of them just beating up Kenny Kingston. I was like, we get it, I understand. Um, I, I thought this was all very well done. You're right. GFY totally works as a heel catchphrase, but not as a baby face catchphrase. I'm glad that we figured that out. Yeah. Um, and now, because there is a numbers game, we need to get two dudes to come in and help the former LAX. Um, and I, 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 don't, I don't know who that is, but I'm very excited to see uh, who Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz get to, fit, to team with them against Yas. Uh, Eloquent says, glad Yas stood tall. They can't lose 5-1-3 advantage with no weapon equalizer. Well, I mean, there was a weapon equalizer, but uh, that's what yeah. but that's what gave them the upper hand to start with, to start and with. then it overcomes. Yeah. Uh, Christian Ramos says, who joins <laughs> X-Lax? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. To even the odds against Yas. Is it homicide? Um, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, he's yeah. on good terms with AEW, I think. Yeah. Uh, do I think the old LAX come in? You know, if they did bring in Homicide and Hernandez, I would like that. I think that would be kind of cool. That'd be really if, cool. And Hernandez did confirm with me recently he is done with Impact, but he was on a handshake deal regardless. Yeah. So I don't think they were going to, but you know what? It makes too much sense to not do... And you know Conan would be like, go ahead, use it. Mm -hmm. uh, ring up Scott Demore. Scott will go, yeah, sure, guys, sure. whatever. Yeah. We don't give a damn. Go ahead and use it. Ollie, Dan says he was sports entertained. And we've got a couple more super chats about uh, Lethal and Mox. By the way, guys, get those in. You can send a Humper Chat at humperchats.com. Anthony Pride said Lethal lost to Sammy, too. Yes, he did. It's true, yeah, yeah. Mark. Mark Losper says, I'm good, but the Jay Lethal is a bum storyline. Not that, but he's a former world champion. Now he's a gatekeeper. Yeah. That's that's what I'm good with. Yeah. Colt says, do you think TK will put the belts on his boys, FTR and Yuta, on Friday? Um, I'll, I'll, We'll talk about this in a little bit. But that, that, that Yuta match tomorrow night now looks really a lot more intriguing to me now with the storyline they're doing with Wheeler Yuta. And yes, I do. I think both of them get the titles. Um, yeah. And I think Gresham leaves with the titles as well. I'll go ahead and make my predictions. I think uh, probably Mercedes, Yuda, Lethal, Swerve, FTR, and Gresham win. Um, yeah. 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 We get a Keith Lee powerhouse Hobbs promo. It's going to be big meaty men slapping meat, just bumping <laughs> meat, running into each other. I love cool that, he, that 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 you know uh TK says I'm not changing AEW programming to make yeah. it easier for ROH. Yes. Um so he's putting up the Young Bucks versus Top Flight and Will Hobbs versus Keith Lee yeah. opposite oh ooh, boy that's going to be some good stuff on Rampage. Oh man. <sighs> Indisputed era 
coronation. So I missed Rampage last week. I had to catch up before the show. I see the graphic for the championship coronation. And I was like, what I miss? <laughs> <laughs> so it made sense because yeah. this weekend I was at Lexington Comic Con, interviewed Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Adam Cole, Adam Hangman Page. Somebody asked uh, if they could pose with Hangman in the belt. And he said, sorry, brother. Other Adams got it. Go ask him. <laughs> so he was working even towards that. Nice. Uh, what do you think of the championship coronation? Uh, well, I'll tell you this. Um, every time, every single time I see Kyle O'Reilly playing a title belt like a guitar, I smile like an idiot, ear to ear, never fails. That I don't know why, but it's one of the most fun things for me to watch all the time. Um, I, I love that they like put duct tape with their own names on the titles. I thought that was fun. Um, it was the, the whole thing was weird to me. If I don't understand why AEW would advertise a, a coronation ceremony for guys who didn't actually them, them deciding, Hey, we're going to come out and we brought the belts. We stole that makes sense. Yeah. Why AEW were like, Hey, these guys are the champs now. No, they're not. I love but anyway. Um, <laughs> that is that is weird. Also, I want to say I love Undisputed Elite as a name. You can yeah. still go UE. They can still do That's the hand a, gesture. Yes. Like they can still do the same hand gesture. It's perfect. I love that. You got you had to keep it undisputed something. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm very glad they went that route. Chris Rain says AEW needs a new era that is definitely undisputed. Chris Rain says, I love Alex Reed reactions as much as I love Kyle playing guitar with the belt. Oh, it's an easy pop for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel says, is Christian done wrestling? Thought and hope the Bucks were going to come out with Hangman. No, he's not done wrestling. I thought he was because he took months off, and then I was told, no, 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 he's good. Yeah. Jambeard says, Cole even went on some morning news show with it. I love it. I love it. You know what's up? He's truly the nicest human being. Yeah. I cannot put it in. Like, yeah. I interviewed him this week, and he was wonderful and he's he's just straight up about it he's like listen he's like i don't have a problem being the nicest person because being such a shitty heel is so <laughs> cathartic yeah he's like i don't have anything left in me to be mean about there after that go. uh so stay on the lookout for that guys uh after this friday i'm gonna have like 18 interviews in the can because <laughs> i found my footage from orlando Praise oh the there we go now so happy Good. so happy Mikey Ruckus coming this Friday. You guys are going to love that. There are some insane stories. Mm. He said that he just started to work on the Adam Cole theme in case. Uh, just, because, <laughs> just because he was like, I think we're going to get him. Probably. Yeah. The Ghostbusters theme oh, yeah. that he put together. He put it together and had it like a few minutes after the show went on the air because wow. they were going to do a Squid Games thing. Dinner Debonair. There's this amazing story about how they got it cleared with Sinatra's estate. Wow. But there was no instrumental that existed. Oh, wow. He tried to find karaoke versions, and they were all unlicensed and illegal. Oh, no. So he had to make his own, which uh, we actually had to do with Ass Man at one point as well <laughs> to cover it. Yeah. And then they mixed the wrong track. Yeah. They mixed the karaoke track and they had to redo it. Just insane stories from Mikey Ruckus and, and like the work that he puts in that's coming Friday early on FightfulSelect.com. Tom LaValle says his party supplies were out of control. 
sour grapes. That's right. There you go. Jambeard says, oh, yeah, we, we got that one. But J.W. Pringle says, what a great show. Now for the mental health moment. If you think you need help, please reach out. It can be hard to do, but I promise it's worth it. You're loved and worthy, and we need you here with us. That we do. Uh, utilize NAMI Communicate is a fantastic resource. It has a lot of things that will help you. What else we got? Polly Shore's cousin Johnny says, so much wrestling this weekend. Going to ROH on Friday and WrestleMania night one Saturday. But weren't for Walmart's inventory season, I'd take a few days off to attend more shows. Well, I'm glad you're getting to attend some, my friend. It's Mike himself, says, my wife said, no Robert, no Carissa, and turned over and went to bed. Hashtag, we want Robert. Well, hashtag, I want Robert to write a lot of articles every month, and he's doing very good at that. And hashtag, I want these shows to be less than 90 minutes. <laughs> so there we go. There you go. Graham B, Graham B says, tall Sean. Tall Sean. I should step over the top rope when I get in there. You should. I should. Thunder Rosa promo. Nyla wait, 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 wait. Rose. We, 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 didn't, we didn't get the rest of it. Because Hangman Adam Page came out oh, yes. driving a Tesla with Longhorns on the front. Sorry of about that. Yes. <laughs> Hangman Page is a truly an anxious millennial cowboy. Yeah. I yes. love it. Yep. This is, this is fantastic stuff. Beat the, hell, I mean, beat the hell out of them and send them. And then uh, Jurassic Express comes out. Like, I feel like we're, we know the programs we're getting for the tag titles and the top sure. title for, for, for Battle of the Belts. For sure. Uh, Dave Leo says the UE thing was fun, but this program feels a little lukewarm. Don't know what it is, but it feels like it hadn't hit a higher gear yet. feels like it already hit the higher gear because Hangman and, Pay and Cole had their match. Yeah. Um, UE and AEW is going to kick into full gear when it's Bucks and Omega against them, I think. Yeah. Shot Kid says, what are you watching to wash WWE out of your mouth this weekend? What, what are you talking? What kind of stupid ass super chat is that? He's going to watch me main event. Yeah. A, a pay-per-view. I'm but, but besides I, that. I'm saving you main eventing and winning uh, the clusterfuck for, mm -hmm. for, for, for Sunday morning late. After sure. I talk about WrestleMania night two, I'm going to need a palate cleanser and that's going to be it. Yeah. Yeah. No spoilers, guys. No spoilers. Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose promo. Uh, Vicky not only cut a bad promo last week, she doesn't know how to talk into the microphone this week. This was a simple Thunder Rosa promo. She is a, a hardworking, talented wrestler and wants to be the face of all wrestling. And Nyla Rose does not need a manager, Alex. No. Does not need a manager. No, especially especially not Vicky Guerrero. Like, Nyla, Nyla Rose can do all the talking that she needs to by herself. Uh, and I'm, I mean, I, like, I, I'm really interested in the Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose match. Like, yeah. but not one that's being built to in this fashion. Yeah. I don't think that we, we need that. This was simple, effective setup. Uh, the awkward situation is I have an interview dropping with Thunder Rosa soon from Revolution Week, which had to be delayed for obvious reasons. I didn't have my footage where Nyla Rose does a run in on it and uh, <laughs> gives us some snacks. So That's funny. Uh, Abracadabra bitch was a great line, though. Yeah, that is that is good stuff. I'll tell you what else is good stuff. <sighs> Brian Danielson and Wheeler Yuta with William Regal on commentary. Yeah. Get in your super chats, humper chats. Praise this one, my friends. This was good. Yuda is over. 
He he doesn't even have an all elite graphic yet, Alex. Yeah. No, they're 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 doing they're doing Yuda, Yuda with Brian just... Danielson in the ring. Absolutely, because like who who to thunk it? Once you actually put this guy in storylines where he's featured in a way that's like, oh, Wheeler Yuta's in the match, he'll be okay, but he'll lose. Like, yeah, it feels like this is built around him being that first recruit, um, and I I, I love it. You can see that he's a major prospect. You can tell yeah. that. And that's on screen. I can yeah. tell you behind the scenes that I had people in WWE that said when they passed on him, that was the first sign a lot yeah. of people got that NXT was changing. They're like yeah. a good-looking, six-foot-tall, in-shape guy who was already polished and is young. Mm-hmm. What are What else are we looking for here? Yeah. What could we possibly look for? They called him moldable. Uh, they said he had good in-ring charisma, all that stuff. Like, it, there there was a, a distinct change there. Yeah. Now, I loved this match. Yuta doing some show-offy things against one of the best in the world, the perfect wrestler. Yeah. The bridge and the, the, the giggling and all that stuff. And then spitting in Brian Danielson's Ooh, face. Before the pissed. stomp. Yeah. Not only that. Brian Danielson gave him a little extra. He yep. stomped him out, hit him with a pile driver, mm-hmm. and then while unconscious, finished him off to the point to where Yuta was unconscious and woke up because he was put in this hold. Yeah. Ooh, boy, this was great. Yeah. Um, uh, like <laughs> there was there was a little bit of something right here uh, and his mustache. I don't know if that was from being spit on or because he was frothing at the mouth because he was so angry. I loved this match, man. This is like, this was Wheeler Yuta's coming out party. And William Regal, the whole time on commentary, endlessly putting over Wheeler Yuta. If, we, like, I, I thought there was going to be a little another post match angle because it looks like because this, this Wheeler Yuta wants to be part of the group thing. Um, but what better way to prove yourself? To this faction, to William Regal, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, then to show up next week on Dynamite carrying the ROH Pure Division Championship, like that, like if if that was the thing they did and they had Wheeler Liu to go over to uh, on 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 Friday night, like that would be an amazing little thing of yep. like, you think I'm not good enough? This belt says I'm good enough. Like that would be great, and I love the idea of of him being maybe like William Regal's prized new pupil. And Danielson never really liking the kid. Like, there's some some stuff there that could be really great. And you've got ready-made three or four matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassidy, when he's healthy, Trent, yep. Chuck, yep. and then six-man tag against all three. Like, it's ready-made. Yeah. yeah. Jambeard says, I hope this best friend's BCC storyline joins the Yuta j- joining BCC and the pay-per-view in two matches are Mox and Yuta versus best friends, Brian versus OC. I think those are really good ones. It needs to lead to. I'm glad they're continuing with the recruits thing because that's what yep. this was built on. It was yes. built on Brian saying, "This is the guy that I want to help me change the future." And then Regal going, "They got something here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do that because I've been doing that for a while." Yeah. Dylan says that he wants to see you uh, know win the pure title to earn that spot. I agree. Brent says he can't remember anybody countering the cattle mutilation like you did tonight. Star making performance. That was amazing. I love that. Amazing stuff. 
I'm sure somebody has, but that was that was really great. Really great. Samuel says, pro wrestler pro, uh, Wheeler Yuta versus sports entertainer Daniel Garcia versus the AEW Championship is oh. going to rule. I do love that. That Okay, like when they started out, Jericho and Brian Danielson probably had very similar skill sets and mm. potential. One went one direction, one went the other direction. And at yeah. times, we have seen them each veer the opposite mm-hmm. direction. Mm-hmm. We have seen super worker Chris Jericho. We mm-hmm. have seen yes, yes, no, no, Brian Danielson. Yep. Oh boy. There's yeah. some story to be told there. I love me some Sova says a title previously held by Danielson. Well, look, Thunder Rosa's in the chat. Tacos <laughs> this weekend, Sean Ross app. Uh, Thunder Rosa, I am in on Thursday and Friday. Uh, I don't know when you're in. We will work something out. Um, I've got ROH, and I'm winning a battle royal after that. I don't know if I've told you that, um, but we will have tacos this weekend and do a vlog. I fly out Saturday morning, though, so Thursday or Friday, we'll make it work. Brent says, Nyla does need Kid Bandit by her side. (laughs) I love that (laughs) she put, uh, she made her name Mother Bandit with two R's. Check out our Kid Bandit interview with uh lily from fightful overbooked uh check it out guys uh that that is such a good interview i was so happy to see that do numbers mm-hmm. numbers yeah sova says uh a title previously held by danielson is the pure yeah. title yeah that too there you go and uh I, I would love it if lee moriarty loses and we see something mm-hmm. backstage with them it's like hey listen one of our boys won. You yeah. didn't. Yeah. Jay Lethal can't beat any of the top people in AEW, but he can beat you. Yeah. Maybe we need to work on that. So uh, we've got <laughs> Battle Royal WTF. Come on. You know I'm main eventing that show. You know I'm main <laughs> eventing that show. It's happening. She called me a train killer on Twitter. It's true. It's true. Big J says, I don't know if it was meant for you to get pushed, but this guy is very over. It might be time for an all elite graphic. So, okay. Yuta is 100% deserving of it. However, when you look at AEW's position, here's where they are. Yuta got a tryout for WWE and they said no. Uh-huh. Don't know why. ROH will only sign them if Tony Khan wants him to. Uh-huh. Is Impact or New Japan Strong going to give him more work or more money than what AEW is giving him right now? Is MLW? Because my answer to that is no. So what does AEW have to compete with right now? Right. Six months ago, they had ROH and WWE to compete with. Yeah. And maybe Impact. But still, they're giving him more work and more money than what those other places would. Right. So I see why maybe there's not urgency unless he's signed secretly. Corey says Regal's man and the man with the mask will forever pop me. I love it. I love it so much. Chris says the Danielson Yuta match. Sure did. Yuta turning out bangers. He's incredible. He's incredible. Peyton says this may be one of the best episodes of Dynamite I've ever seen. Yuta is going to be a major star and he's only 25. I adored his match with Danielson tonight. This is why you want to have a wide array of people. You want to have Taz. You want to have Regal. You want to have Jericho. You want to have all these people that can mold the Moriarty's, the Garcia's, the Yudas, uh, all those people into whatever it is that they work as the best. 
I don't think a lot of people looked at Eddie Guerrero, 1995, NWCW, and thought he would become what he was. Now, right. if they would have saw him teaming with Art Barr, they probably would have saw that. Uh, I don't think a lot of people saw Jericho in 95 and thought that he'd become what he was. It's true. I can tell you damn sure nobody looked at Riddle in the UFC outside no. of his Calgary interview, which is worth uh, checking out, his Calgary post-show interview, and thought he would be a successful pro wrestler, much less a very charismatic one. Yeah. People saying Wikipedia has utilized it as a roster member. Well, here's the thing. I don't give a shit because <laughs> I once did a full series about how inaccurate Wikipedia was. It is. I'll tell this story again. It was called Fact Check. It, it's up now. I interviewed EC3, and we went through his uh, Wikipedia, and it said 242 pounds. And he goes, what? He's like, I've never been over 225. And he's like, I always tell them, don't lie about it. I'm jacked. I look great. Stop lying about how much I weigh. People are just going to look at him and go, oh, he's shredded. After that interview, somebody went in and edited it to 252. They added 10 pounds. My God. Yeah. Daniel R says, I love how Regal mentioned Danielson grabbing the ropes and how he often doesn't do that. I want Regal on commentary full time. I'd love for him to be on Rampage. That is a great shout. The tendencies that are often or rarely employed is a great touch. Yeah, I I I enjoy Ricky Starks on commentary on Rampage. I don't enjoy Jericho on commentary on Rampage. But if you had a three-man booth of Excalibur, Taz, and Real Regal on rampage like the idea of the, the 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 different personalities and how each taz and regal will give different insights into the matches and then we could just have you know uh we can have we can have regal yeah. calling a caliber man with the mask all the time tom lavalley says i'm really interested in a nyla rose face turn me too we haven't seen that it's been over three years and or it's been three years and we haven't seen that and she is a naturally likable charming person yeah Graham says Thunder Rose's promo was A plus two. Plug her YouTube. I always plug her YouTube. I was on for a while. I thought that was the only footage of my interview with her that I was going to get was those few <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to her. Ryan's uh, Ryan Gillen says, I noticed that eh, eh, shout out from Nyla to Stone Cold. Her social media is even better. It is really, really great. Well, Tony Storm is all elite fightfulselect.com subscribe today reported yesterday that talent was expecting tony storm to come into the company she looks like a million bucks she has worked her ass off i am ready for a tony storm run uh this was a solid match too uh elite dan says he's happy to see tony happy uh c says that the interest theme is a banger Graham says, adrenaline in my soul, something, something, Tony Storm. But Tom asked the important question. What's Tony D's thoughts on Tony Storm's debut? Well, obviously, I'm drawn to her because, you know, I subscribe to OnlyFans. But also because, you know, we got the same name. So we got that going for us. She's a Paisan right there. Tony, Tony, it's the same thing. Uh, but listen, uh, I, I was a big fan of hers in NXT. Our paths did not cross. She already been called up to the main roster to die a slow death before I made my uh, my my debut in NXT. But listen, we're always going to have that. We're always going to have NXT together. 
but she's fantastic. I can't wait to see her win the Owen Hart Tournament Gabagool. It was a great place to introduce Tony Storm. It added something to the show because it was a debut as somebody new. Chris Rain says he's excited for her to be in, in the company, an excellent addition to the roster. Uh, Big J says uh, she looks like she wasn't expecting that kind of reaction when she arrived. The crowd roared. You know what uh, that reminded s- me of? That reminded me of Ruby, Ruby Soho's debut, where she looked around there and going, go. oh my God, these people love me here. Like, I feel like I'm home. Like, it was like, like, like because... Tony Storm coming out on SmackDown, people are like, I don't know who you are, but hooray, yeah. you're here. Like, no, no, no. People here in AEW, they know you and they love you, Tony. Hugh says, great show tonight. The only criticism is Tony should have squashed Bunny. Bunny wouldn't lose much, and it makes Tony look like a bigger deal. I, I don't mind her getting this type of match right out of the gate. It doesn't bother me at all. Uh, Tony hasn't wrestled in quite a while, and... Uh, it, it's good to see her in there and she shows that she can have an effective match against uh, an effective talent that, that AW leans on the bunny an awful lot to help other people too. That's true. I, I think you could have done that, but if you were to do like a, basically a glorified squash with Tony Storm's first, first match, you've got to find a way to get another full length women's match on the card. Yes. You can't do a two hour dynamite where the, where the only women's match is four minutes long. That's that's and that's the thing. If if had they went with a squash match, people would have been like, "Oh well, they're not giving them any time." You gotta you and, gotta walk and it that is line. True, like they, there's there's a there's a point now. We got we gotta start like holding AEW to a higher standard. That like you're you're bringing in Tony Storm. You've got all these great women on your roster. You gotta start figuring out ways of telling more than one story and doing more than one match on Dynamite. Yep. Uh, Chris Rain says that might be my favorite version of Storm Zero. Love that pile driver. Well, that was a tiger driver, the Storm Zero that she uses. Yeah. That was a short pile driver she used tonight. Yeah. And again, give me pile drivers as finishes. Yeah. I don't like Canadian destroyers as not finishes. I don't like anything. I love that Deanna's been using a pile driver as a finish. I love that FTR used the spike one as a finish. Um, the short pile driver. Ooh boy, hose me down. Yeah, she she was using one in NXT last year. There was like a hip toss into a driver that looked yes. insane. And she modified that on the main roster. So it was a hip toss into a face buster. Yeah. Both those looked like you got to slow them down like they're the Zapruder film to see like exactly what she's doing. I thought this was fun too, but I loved those moves. The hip toss into something looked really cool too. Mikowski says, for all the men and women, Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. Uh, it will be a night on the Twitter app when that one happens. Uh, yes. That much I, I tell you. Yeah. Brent says, last time I saw Tony live was here in Toronto versus Jody Threat. It was fantastic, and I needed it on a bigger stage. A no-brainer signing. I wish Jody Threat would get signed, too. I've been screaming that uh, almost three years now. Since I saw Jody Threat in Toronto, SummerSlam weekend, I thought that she needed to be signed. She's had some tryouts. Shot Kid says, I didn't like the women's segments being back-to-back, but each killed it. Rosa and Nyla's promos bookended a great debut for Tony and a good showing by Allie. Allie did great as well, yes. Nathan says, we're going to get Tony Storm versus Sheeta at one point, and everyone will rejoice, and Bunny has earned being a workhorse in this division. Yes, she has. I straight up didn't like her work, like, pre-2020. Mm-hmm. I think that a, a lot of the reps that she got, and I mean, man, they quite frankly, leaned out of her wrestling for a long time. And since she came back, she was really, really aggressive and violent. And I think that suits her 
so much better because I, I feel like, yeah, for, from, I want to say like September, 2019 through May, 2020, she barely wrestled and yeah. she got way better uh, after that. Yeah. Jambeard says, do you know who would be a great surprise for the men's side of the Owen other than Cesaro? Give me Davey Boy Smith versus Brian Pillman Jr. as a first round match. I love that idea. I I think that that makes an awful lot of sense. Nerd Guru says, not AEW, but Becky's hair is absolute flames. I was told Monday that she was pushing pushing to get uh, a mullet. And she that, did, and it looks awesome. That new cut with with those choppy bangs and the mullet yes. and the, oh, like I'm like I was like I hope you're not still mad at Bianca because she did you a favor. That thing looks amazing. It look honestly, it looks so perfect on her face structure. Like I, I'm amazed. Like she should never ever lose it. It's just so good. Looked incredible. Uh, we had uh, we got Hardy's versus Butcher and the Blade for Dynamite. We have a Scorpio a tables match. I love it. I love it. Listen, hear me out. Do an Iron Man tables match at some point. <laughs> Come on. Oh, How has nobody thought of that? My mind like, just broke. That's so good. Just set up a ton of them. <laughs> Give me 20 minutes and like a billion of them. I, I hope in a, in a 20 minute Iron Man tables match, I hope the final score is 12 to 11. Just and put everything in there. And the thing is, it's how many tables break. Yes. Not how many times you put him through a table. That's and the true. finish is like the Hardys are down by three and you do the Bubba Ray spot to the outside yes. and four of them break. Yes. That's what I want. Also, one of my favorite table spots of all time. I just want to bring it up. When Big Show got pushed off the apron and yes. stepped through the table. Yes. was amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just don't put Wardlow in the match because no. the match... It'll go to a draw there. Oh, man. Uh, Jamie Hader, Sky Blue for the Owen, also on Rampage. Top Flight versus Young Bucks on Rampage. We mentioned that. So don't sleep on Rampage this week. Alex will be there. And listen, listen, you can't sleep on Rampage, but you can sleep right after that thanks to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Now, I'm going to put these guys over, and I'm going to give them some publicity as well because I posted a picture of this incredible sofa that helix sent me via all form and i'm even going to show you guys that so not only did uh i i personally bought a helix sleep mattress because i took their quiz i got matched up with the dusk lux model i didn't want to go to a mattress store but i wanted to make sure i had the right mattress for me took their online quiz got the right one it was sent straight to me i've been sleeping great ever since upgraded from that slab of memory foam i did not invest in my sleep before Helix. I went on Amazon. I got that terrible little slab of memory foam and it gave me back problems. It accelerated my spinal problems. With Helix Sleep, I'm feeling a lot better than I felt. And not only that, it's risk-free. You can try it for 100 nights. If you don't like it, they'll send it or they'll come pick it up for you. Uh, it is so easy. And you don't have to roll around on some mattress at a mattress store that other people have been. And when you use helixsleep.com slash Fightful and take their two-minute quiz, you get their 10-year warranty, all that good stuff. You can save up to $200 off on all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I love it. Not only that, 
I mentioned this boss sofa that they gifted me. Allform.com. Look at the size of that bad boy. Seven seats and a double chase. Not only this, Alex, I bought one that was much like this last year for my office. Now it's in my spare room. I bought it the same color. So listen, if I get a really big head about me, I can bust open a couple of those and add three seats to that. You can just keep adding on to these things. They're fully customizable. They're pet friendly. They're stain free. They're spill free. You know me, I'm making a lot of stains out there, buddy. I'm just dropping stains everywhere if you listen to the weebs on the internet. Like, I am just stain, 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 stain all over the place. And if you ain't got a an all-form sofa, which they probably ain't ever going to send me anything after this advertisement again, <laughs> then you're missing out. All-form, they are great people. Helix Sleep are great people. <sighs> Derek Gordon says, Allie actually said she was going through mental health problems when she started AEW uh, on the Unrestricted Podcast, which is why she wasn't wrestling. Well, um, I think her work has been just incredibly improved. Whatever she overcome overcame, I'm glad she overcame yeah. it. JB Love says, a little behind you all tonight. Wanted to say Dynamite ruled just like Fightful does 24-7. Keep kicking ass, gents. Well, thank you all so much. I'm going to kick ass at GCW this weekend, too. <laughs> Get those Super Chats and Humper Chats in. We are heading down the home stretch, my friends. Leave a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate you guys. The main event, Andrade versus Darby Allen, and Andrade gets a big, yes. much-needed win. Darby taking care of his dad cost him the match. And I like this because Sting was like, you know, Sting, he's like, in his mind, he's like, don't let this distract you. Never let it distract you. I've got my ass whipped before. I'm not afraid to get my ass whipped again. I can handle that for 10 seconds. But Darby is a good dude. And he isn't like, whoa, what's happening? He's diving out there and then getting back into the ring. I like the way that that happened, but it cost him the match. Ricardo says, does Andrade now have custody of Darby? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that too. Uh, this match was great. Um, uh, Andrade, man, that dude is yoked now. Like he's he in fantastic shape. Buddy, he's wearing those pinstripes looking like Jason Giambi did back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> so true. Um but here's the thing they keep they're saying, oh, well, it looks like Andrade got a 65-pound weight advantage. Man, I think it has a hundred pound weight advantage over Darby. Darby's 140 pounds soaking wet. Like this, I, I uh, this was great. Like he got to toss Darby all over the place before the match even started. That then, like Darby doing two of the sickest things I've seen in a long time. That he he reversed a razor's edge into a code red. Oh which was nifty as fuck. I loved it. And then he does that crucifix bomb off the top rope that halfway through it, I was sure both men were going to die. Like, I don't know how you fully rotate out of this. And they did. My <laughs> Jesus, that was amazing. Uh, and then, as you said, Andrade gets a much needed victory. That guy had been losing too many high profile matches. He's a top, 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 top guy. And Darby Allen is basically indestructible. 
You can beat that dude as many times as you want. It's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt him in the eyes of the fans. Same thing with with a guy like Orange Cassidy. Those are guys that if you get him in that match, they're, they're gonna go crazy, bump their asses off, and if they lose, fine, they'll have another big match later. They might win that one too. Brent Lockman says Darby took a uh, backdrop on his knees. How? Oh, he he takes a lot of these crazy, yeah. crazy bumps. Diddy Pringle says the way that Darby bumps scares me, scares the soul out of my body. I've heard of leaving it all in the ring, but Jesus, man, yeah, he does leave it all in the ring, and uh, you gotta, you gotta if you're him, because that's what you built your reputation on. So now. Andrade had lost the tornado match at Revolution. Mm-hmm. He had lost the TNT title three way. He had lost to Sammy. Mm-hmm. Like there were a lot of big he losses lost, lately. He lost that match to Cody where he went through the table, flaming yeah. table. Like, they, yeah. um, he had, he, like, when I'm thinking of Dynamite and Rampage, yeah, he had lost to Cody. Um, they, they won the, but since Thanksgiving, he hadn't won a match. He needed to win this match. Yep. He needed to, and he did. Uh, Graham B says Bade and Bunny or ba- Blade and Bunny, a low key gatekeeper power gatekeeper power couple. They are so valuable. They yeah. are so good. And shout out to Butcher for getting in the most incredible shape oh, as well. Man, that dude's in great shape. He he's the, the butcher. He went to that ninety three percent lean. <laughs> when he was go. cutting that up. That's right. Jambeard says one of my dream matches is Andrade versus Miro. Ooh, that Ooh. is that's a good one. In that's AEW, good, that's a good. That's one. a good one. Ry Gillen says, I think Andrade looks incredible. I love the way he wrestles, but there's something with him that isn't connecting to me, and I love the guy. He's one of those guys, much like Swerve in NXT before he found Hit Row. He needs a little something, yeah, and then he's going to find it. Yeah, Jose, the the assistant, isn't, isn't that something. I don't know yeah. what it is. And I think also, if that guy goes on a five-match win streak, you're going to find that he connects t- to you. A little bit more than he has been like that sometimes just winning matches is all it takes i do like the rib that jose just comes out and gets his ass whipped every that time that and that's true. like he is simply a decoy and yeah. andrade knows it yeah wrestle vibes with ribbon blade says what a show mostly clean finishes uninterrupted promos video package that serve a purpose and good in ring action more of this please it's simple it's effective and it's good that's all i need simple effective makes sense don't punch my own microphone that's what I like. Yeah. Milan Neely says Roddy Strong has to join UE at some point, right? Uh, maybe in like 2024. Yeah, he's under contract still. He's yeah. on, that, on that extension. Resigned with uh, NXT last year before his wife got fired, before they completely changed everybody that was going to be in Diamond Mine. Yep. Yeah. Tom says, Sean, any plans on giving or taking a pizza cutter spot this weekend? Okay, so like if you see me tweeting literally anything about the clusterfuck on Twitter, I'm working. Not a big surprise there. I ain't doing pizza cutter spots. That ain't for me. All due respect to those who do. Uh, Josh Weaver says, you know what really kicks ass? The Sour Grap Society gaining over 100 members in a week. I'm not surprised. You all have a fantastic audience. We have a fantastic community, yeah. I log on at like 2 a.m. and just join your streams. (laughs) And people that I know IRL are watching your stream. Yeah. There, I, I... People that I got to go look for squishmallows for <laughs> at the Kroger yeah. are watching your stream. My God. Yeah, that's My true. God. 
Well, guys, please leave a thumbs up. I just dropped an interview with James Storm this week that was so much fun. Mm-hmm. He talked about having the having bad blood with Chris Harris uh, for Chris Harris leaving, going to uh, WWE. Yeah. One of the funniest things I've ever been told in an interview is James Storm telling me that he hand-produced a Best of Braden Walker DVD set and had Chris Harris sign it for him. It was amazing. Check that out. Mikey Ruckus interview on Friday. Also, Thursday, I want to shout out the spotlight. Steven Jensen and Jeremy Lambert are doing incredible work. They interviewed Ninja Mac, who uh, I will be beating in the clusterfuck on Friday night. So it was wonderful of him to stop by and promote that. Jan Beard says, let's be honest, Sean, extensions don't mean anything in WWE. I'd be surprised if Roddy doesn't end up on next year's cut list. I don't want to speculate or encourage anybody uh, to like about getting fired but you know it's not it's it's the thing about it is is that they are not like diamond mind is 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 fun but it does feel like it's absent of the rest of the stuff they're doing in nxt 2.0 he'll be 39 this year that would be that i don't see wdb just calling him up but I, i wish they would also it seemed to be a vehicle for the creed brothers and ivy nile more than anything yeah and it should be for bivens too JDB Pringle says sour graphs, kids are the best SGS for life. I, I mean, legitimately the community is so good that the first time they did a post-show pay-per-view, it gained so many subscriptions. I said, okay, just do them all the time. Now your audience responds to this. So I just give them the free reign to do streams whenever they, they so choose. It's fun. Mark Quill says, just chiming in to hope SRS wins at GCW. Why hope put money on it, bet your mortgage on it. Do it. And Jam Beard, actually, that was yeah. when we already read. Alex, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at Alex Sourgraps on the Twitter and now apparently on the Instagram because I have to be young now and hip. Yeah. Um, also, um, you can find me Friday after Rampage, talking SmackDown and Rampage. Then you can find me after, uh, after Stand and Deliver. You can find me talking about that. And then after night one of uh, of WrestleMania and night two of WrestleMania on Fightful Select with the wonderful Miss Kate Fabe, Kate Hensler, talking all manner of WWE stuff all weekend long. It should be crazy good, fun, fun times. Somebody asked if, if Roddy is in the UK. He was there for one match. Like, he's not living there. He was on <laughs> NXT this week. He went week. there, to, he went there to, to, for a taping. Yes, like, and not. even then, like, you go there for uh, two days, and then you just leave. Yeah. yeah, Guys, thank you all so much. We had the list in your boy today. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I'm going to have more AEW music scoops tomorrow. I'm going to have some Mania news this week. And I've got an update on Miro. <laughs> Graham says, Sean tuning up the shit show super kick. I've got a good super kick on me. Well, I had a good super kick on me the last time I threw a super kick, which was 2018. So we will see how that ends up. Guys, thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.